Welcome to another GNA podcast. Hope everybody's having a great time tonight. Uh, we're definitely having a great time. We have a special, special guest with us tonight. A fan of the show jumping on with us tonight. I think it's like 3 o'clock in the morning or 4 o'clock in the morning where he is. We've got Popsicle Thief joining us. Yeah, hello. Awesome to be here. And we've got our returning castmates, uh, D from Microbrew Gamers. Prost. And we got Zyberblood hanging with us tonight. Skull already waiting for the torture. <laughs> Very nice. How are you guys doing tonight? Warm as hell. I'm going to have to crack out the AC. It's, it's getting pretty hot over here. It's actually quite chill. Very nice. Very nice. How you doing, Popsicle? Uh, um, I've been pre-graining quite a lot. It's, like you said, it's 3 o'clock. I should be in bed right now, but I wanted to be on the show, so... Hey, man. Thank you for sticking up and, uh, and hanging out with us. No worries. So let's, uh, let's kick into the most important thing of the evening. What is everybody drinking? D, D, what are you drinking tonight? I'm actually uh, just chilling right now because it's, it's pretty hot, so I'm having a nice Smirnoff Ice raspberry flavored. Very nice. Uh, flavored or straight regular? No, flavored, raspberry. Very nice, very nice, very nice. What about you, Popsicle Thief? What are you drinking with us tonight? I'm actually drinking, I've been going all fanboy tonight, so I bought a bottle of Kraken rum. And I I have been uh, drinking some IPA, uh, Brewdog Punked IPA, and a Dead Pony Club IPA. Ooh. <laughs> That's our Swede. <laughs> yeah, that's Sweden for you. Man, you uh, you have been you've been committed to this one tonight. Oh yeah, oh. yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Well, Zyberblood, what are you drinking with us tonight? Well, I uh, started my pre-green with uh, some Adirondack Tangerine Summer Dream. Um, it, it's delicious, absolutely delicious. But uh, now I'm on uh. Stone Brewery's, uh, frickin', uh, Pataskala, uh, Red X IPA. God, that sounds incredible. How is that? It is absolutely delicious. It's a little, like, a dry hop, but, uh, it's good. Very nice. Very nice. And and I, myself, uh, I actually started my pre-grain. I found a small reserve flask that I hid behind the toaster oven of private stock, some Captain Morgan's private stock, so I I started off the evening with that. But I have switched over to one of my absolute favorite IPAs. It was probably one of the first IPAs I really, really hung out with for a good length of time, which is the Dogfish Head 90-Minute IPA. Oh, so yummy. 90 minutes of straight hops. Uh, It is... It is, it's got a bite, It's uh, but it's smooth at the same time. If you like IPAs, it's got a very, very bold flavor. Yeah, yeah, they're so good. Earlier, I was sipping on some uh, uh, dogfish, uh, an IPA called Namast. It has, uh, it has like, you know, like orange peel in it. It's, it has a bunch of things. Yeah, it's actually it is pretty, good. pretty decent. I had one when I was over uh, visiting with them. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> All right, so... Huh. We got a few things to go through on the show tonight. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened in the past week, um, and I want to try to I want to try to cover as much of it as I can. I know we're we're gonna be we're gonna be a little pressed for time on some of this, but um, 
I don't know, did, did any of you guys get to catch the bungee reveal yesterday of Destiny 2? I, uh, I caught it after the fact with the new trailer. Yeah, I saw it. Popsicle Thief, what did, what did you think of it? I loved it. Like, uh, I've been a huge uh, Destiny fan ever since it launched, but like this new trailer, it was freaking amazing. They, the only thing I didn't like was that the uh, super for the uh, hunter was kind of like the exact same thing as the arc blade. So, yeah, I hear you. That's, that, that's the only thing that I didn't like. But, like, it's pre-game, so... Oh, yeah, we there, only there's going to be a ton that's going to change. Yeah, exactly. So I just can't wait for that beta. Yeah, exactly. It's awesome. I just love it. Well, they released a lot of information on... Uh you know on destiny 2 a lot of a lot of vague information um but a lot some some concrete stuff one of the things that came up that specifically kind of uh hit hit me because i i just recently got into pvp is they're changing it up to four on four versus the six on six and the three v three um what do you guys feel about that I don't mind the four on four because that brings me back to my quake days when i used to play uh two fort four <laughs> I I see problems in I'm not a huge uh, Trials of Osiris player, but the people that I play with from Sweden are hardcore uh, Trials players and they think that clutch will be a major problem because taking on four people alone will be a major problem because if you're a really good player you can take down three people but three uh, four people mm, yeah it will that that made small difference is yeah i don't know i'm not that kind of player but no i can definitely see what you're saying i can i can absolutely agree with you um I kind of like the, I mean, when I went into the 3v3 stuff, like Trials of Osiris, Skirmish, things like that, I definitely I felt it was, a, <laughs> it was, it, you know, it, it's a tough environment because you lose a person, you you know, somebody gets that pick and you're sweating because yeah, now there's exactly. only two of you. So, I mean, the 4v4 yeah. aspect of that, I think is going to take a little bit away from that sweat. Yeah, I think they will have a problem with, Trials of Osiris, just because like one versus four is is a problem, uh, or not a problem, but like Trials of Osiris nowadays is you have to be a really good player with good focus to get like yeah just focus on three people and now there's four people that's oh it's problematic. Yeah, but it also it also gives a little bit extra element because you've got less of those opportunities for that one yeah. person to one v three and wreck them. You get you got less of that ability for people to carry. You know, if if there's if there's one person going gung ho, they're charging in like crazy, and you've got two people who are just hanging together. You're always going to win that team shot, or you should. You know, theoretically, two v one, the two should always 
beat the one. That's true. Okay, that, yeah. It all depends on your skill, too. What about the drop from 6v6 down to 4v4? I like that. I like that a lot. Really? Why so? Yeah. Why? Because it brings me back to an element that I'm used to. Like I was talking about a few minutes ago. I mean, it brings me back to my uh, two Fort Four days, where when uh, you played on GameSpy, the Quake Online, uh, you had two forts, four players, and you just battle it out. And that's what I got used to. Once you get into like larger spectrums, like in Destiny, Halo, and you know, uh, SOCOM and all that. It's like, okay, um, little more than I'm used to. What about you, D? You've been pretty silent over there. <clears throat> I think it actually, uh, wouldn't be bad. I mean, I, I think the four versus four would probably save a little bit on bandwidth and lag, you know, if there's less going on. Yeah. So but- I, I think that might be a, pre- a pretty decent, especially, you know, with online destiny. I think that with all the graphics getting pushed and everything else, I think cutting a little bit of that might actually save you some headache in that department. Well, that actually is a great segue into my next question for you guys. Uh, the, I, I believe from everything I'm reading, it's been confirmed that consoles are going to be locked at 30 frames per second, while the PC is going to be uncapped. How do you guys feel about uh, about the consoles being being dropped down and stuck to that 30 frames a second? Well... Console-wise, you have more resources to use. First, uh, uh, or uh, PC-wise, you have more re- resources to use, where a console has limited resources. Yeah, but don't don't you think we're we're far enough into the life cycle of both Microsoft and Sony's console that they shouldn't be they shouldn't be getting stuck back at that thirty frames a second? They should be able to tap into the the, the technology, the hardware. And get and really start pushing some of the limits on it. Well, I would say especially with say like PS4 Pro and then of course Project Scorpio most definitely. Uh, so I'm kind of bummed about the 30 frames per second. I can see why PCs uncapped because it really depends upon the power and abilities of your PC, and I can see why they want to have a cap with a console because you only get right so much power. But I think 30 frames per second is just, it's kind of a low cap, in my opinion, in today's technology, especially with, like I said, you've got Project Scorpio, the new Xbox is going to be released. You've got PS4 Pro. That, those, sh- you know, they're capable of four, you know, 4K and all that. They should have 60 right, frames per second. Right, but they still have the normal PS4, which, you know, it, the PS4 Pro is, is just a little bit more powerful uh, PS4. For as we have right now. Well, it's not a little and bit more powerful. It's it's pretty. It's it's a significant increase in in damage. I can see like on the other side of the fence. I can see a point where like say if you're playing console to console, it may be a little unfair that they're capped at like say you you've got the newer ones, so you're going sixty and they're capped at thirty. Well, yeah, but... in PvP that would definitely make a difference. If I'm if I'm running a PS Pro and I've got sixty frames a second, and you're running a regular PS4 and you're running thirty frames, I'm gonna have the edge. And that may be part of what they were thinking. Is my is just to play devil's advocate. I think that's more of what they're thinking. Right for the people that are going to play on the PS4s that we have right now, versus the people that are going to play on the PS uh, Pros, I think it's it's it, it's one of those things where all right, gotta accommodate for both and make it actually usable. Um, 
Yeah, we we don't want to end up seeing like uh, back in the 360 days with what was it, Call of Duty, causing so many red rings. Yeah, yeah. That and that and I I, I could also see that like say being like a company like say Sony or a company like uh you know Microsoft the IP you know they're of course their Xbox line. You kind of don't want to get any bad blood, like say, you know, what is this guy? You'll get sixty frames, and I get this shit thirty, you know, thirty frames. You know, they don't want to tarnish their image either, so they kind of want to kind of give it a level playing field. And PS, yeah, and play or the computer doesn't really, PC really doesn't have to worry about that because it's like you already know going in, you pay for what you get. If you build a superior rig, you can do it. Exactly. Uh, right. But but if you sit there, like it, 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 they can get some bad publicity saying, well, I bought this. PlayStation 4, it, 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 and I'm getting killed because my frames per second suck. And the other guy with the PlayStation <laughs> 4 is kicking my ass. And I mean, I know, and the technical specs, it should be common sense that, hey, well, well you, you bought the, the better thing, one, but people are idiots sometimes. But it's the same thing with uh, everybody's connection. Everybody's connection is different, and you're going to get lag depending on your connection. Absolutely, but I just don't. I just think that Sony just doesn't want, or like, or I don't think the companies really want them to be in that equation. I think they want to kind of leave that be. That's just my. That's just playing devil's advocate, seeing, trying to see it from their side. I really, honestly, I'd rather see. Understanding setting a standardized benchmark so that people with uh, um, like the slower systems that are still carrying the game and it's still going to the same server have a equal playing field, opposed to like say. Okay, well, we're gonna make it across the board sixty frames per second. I know that uh, the the slower systems that people are playing on won't be able to handle it, but you know, screw you, we got your money. But looking at it, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, I'd rather see a sixty frames per second boost um, versus superiorly better graphics. I mean, Destiny now right. looks fine. I mean, it's it's. We're not we're not going to be jumping the gap with a game like Destiny, right? So I, I'd much prefer to see a, a you know a, a jump to sixty frames per second across the board, versus saying hey we're gonna we're gonna up your graphics they're gonna make this look so much better but we're gonna cap it at thirty frames. I mean, just 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 with where we're at right now in technology. I, I mean, if you take a look, at, well, t- take a look at like Nolan North and Uncharted. The first Uncharted game, when it came out for PS3, it looked fantastic. It looked amazing. Everybody was like, oh my god, look at this. People were getting boners for it. But then all of a sudden, Uncharted 2 came out, and Last of Us came out, and people were like, hold on, guys, I can only get so erect right now. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the equivalent of it. I mean, they were really unlocking a lot in the console. I mean, we're, we're a good ways in on this console's lifestyle. I mean, so so much that they've actually already released an updated version of the PS4 Pro. Um, I can understand what you're saying about, uh, you know, having people complain that, hey, I bought this and, and I'm getting wrecked in PvP. But I would think that where we are now, we'd be able to get that extra little bit out of the out of the console, out of the hardware. I agree because frankly, the the graphics are good enough. Really, they really are. I think that with a game like that, with like Destiny first person shooter, you need to have good graphics. But I think I, I agree with you that I think they should up it to sixty frames and sacrifice so you don't have to get like the cutting edge. I think the cutting edge graphics really hit hard, like for basically an audience. When you get something like like Uncharted, that's more that has a lot to do with the environment and interacting with it, like an uh, RPG, like say. Skyrim, where you're really interacting with stuff, or like say Uncharted, you're searching around and stuff like that. I think certain games really 
do well to have better graphics, but first-person shooters, well, I that, think they need to be good, but I don't think they need to be what cutting I, edge. I was going to say, like, on, on the uh, thing that Cecil was talking about on lesser graphics, I mean, pretty much just throw a, like, old Oblivion mod onto it. Yeah. <laughs> so that, like, <laughs> you know, it it'll look decent, but it'll play amazing, regardless of your system uh, specs. As long as you don't like do too shitty with the graphics, I really think it comes down to gameplay, and and uh, I think the extra frames per second really really matters. Well, I think we can all agree that Destiny has has definitely nailed it in gameplay. I mean, there's no possible way people would continue on. to go back to playing it if it didn't have I mean, solid gameplay. I mean, yeah, come absolutely. on, they they had such a big problem with the story in the beginning, but people still play it. Why? Just ask right. I mean, the just question look at their tw- why because the gameplay is so freaking amazing. Because yeah, it's people solid. Play right. it. It's solid. It's awesome. I I I have my qualms about Destiny, but you know, I still go back to it because it's yeah, enjoyable. Exactly. Exactly. I do too because <laughs> I, I don't love it, but like. Most of my like social friends played. It's no Castlevania two. I I I hate that game now. Absolutely hate it. I'll never go back. But seriously, well, I mean, if you take a look at Destiny right now, there and and I'm I'm just I'm one player out of, you know, millions or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, we just take a look. Take a look at me, and I I play the game. I play the game a lot. You know, I'm I'm not going to say that I've I've. I'm not going to try to be modest here. I play the game a lot. I probably got, um, I mean, I, don't know, I probably got 2,200 hours into that game. Oh my god! Jeez. Last Jeez. time you said that, it was like 2,000. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I cannot think of another game. I think I've even mentioned this on other podcasts. I can't think of another game that has held me for that long. And I keep yeah, going it was back. the super, uh, the ultra super mega show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I can't oh. think of another game that's actually held me that long. I, but that just solitaire, you... foo. <laughs> oh God, you know what? You say Minesweeper. That. I, I've probably got about ten thousand uh. hours into Minesweeper. Now that you say that, uh. I really do. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a little disappointed at the thirty frames. Is it going to stop me from buying the game? No, I, I guarantee oh. you, I'm still getting it. I've got it pre-ordered. I'm you're you're a fanboy. You 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 will get it. Oh um, um. I know I know I mentioned Minesweeper, uh, but uh, here's a little thing that I uh, used to do in college with that game: turn it into a drinking game. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that that's a solo drinking game where you just get fucked up all on your own. <laughs> well, if 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 you make it like you take a drink every time you screw up and set one off, you'll probably die. No, like. The, the way that you do it is you get a group of people and you click and pass it on. Click and pass it on. Are we talking about Minecraft right now or are we talking about smoking weed? Because I'm really confused. Minesweeper. Okay, because all, all I remember is passing it on, passing it on. That, that brings back way <laughs> Mines, different memories when you say that. Minesweeper. That's a good name for a new... We got to make an IPA and call it Minesweeper. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Has to be at least ten percent. I'm telling you. Well, then you, you know? get into stout, dude. Yeah, it has to be a stout. Well, one of the other things that I saw in the Destiny reveal, um, 
and actually to, to, to just to just to label my own geekdom here that's actually the first game reveal i have like set on my phone put a calendar reminder for and actually made sure that i watched the entirety of i actually pu- plastered that up on my plasma in my living room and watched it through that because i was like man i'm totally fucking watching this um one of the things that I saw, though, is did you see? Did you guys see where they uh, interviewed Lance Reddick? I think it's Reddick. Uh, Commander Zavala is the person he plays. I did not see that. No, I didn't I, see that. I I wanted to watch it, but uh, the computer I had in front of me uh, blocked video. So, well, if you watch the trailer, the Awoken Titan that is up there making the yes, um, yep. making the speech. Where Cade is making the opposite speech of just basically yep. telling everybody they suck. Come on. Well, the, the Come Awoken on. <laughs> uh, Titan, he's, he's Commander Zavala, and he's played by Lance Reddick. And one of the cool things I found out is that he actually plays Destiny. Now, you, you just gotta, I don't know, for, for me, I just gotta step back and think about that for a second and say, holy shit, these guys are not only in the game, you know, they've they've done whatever voice acting, however long they've done it for, but they're also playing the game. I mean, that's that in itself is like one of those cool moments of like, no shit. You're 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 not only in this, but you're actually supporting it by playing it. And I immediately texted out to my because uh, we're on group me for for our clan, um, the clan that I'm in. And I immediately messaged out like, guys, how fucking cool would it be to run a fucking raid with Lance Reddick? I mean, just <laughs> all of a sudden you hear Commander Zavala in your fucking headset and you're like holy shit this is the guy this is this is the guy the guy so my next question for you all um leads right into what what feature are you really looking forward to in destiny 2 or what feature would you like to see in destiny 2 oh god i i was actually hoping for more more changes because if you look at all the supers all these subclasses they're not the same but they're the same but on steroids it's like yeah i I, do do you you get what i'm saying it's it's yeah Yeah, i think i get what you're saying um yeah i would definitely say a a lot of the supers are very unbalanced well but they're also I, very I, similar I, to what they were. Because if you I go by storyline right what, now... Th- think of how uh, Destiny 1 started. It was a shit show. But now, Destiny 2, they've had a lot of time to like figure the shit out. and But they still stuck with the same... Well, not the same, but... Pretty, pretty much the same. They didn't want to change anything because some of the supers are pretty much the same, but they didn't want to change anything. But they focus on just getting it better. Just way better. And I hope, I really, really hope that it's way better than Destiny 1. But right now, from my point of view, that's a Destiny 1 player, that is better 
Well, looking at looking at Bundy's past, I'm sure it's going to be I'm sure it's going to be better. Um, and especially what they've learned off of Destiny One. I mean, Destiny One, you, you, we nailed on it before. The story just really yep, suffered. That's that's where I was going to go. Yeah, the story suffered so horribly due to due to yeah, layoffs, what? due to due to. Um, I'm saying doo doo a lot, and I don't know why. Yeah. Due to uh, but yeah, layoffs, that change of change of top tier project management, just just change of direction so late in the game, it really suffered. But the gameplay again held us right close to it. Um, I'm really hoping because one of the things that, and I got to go back and read the grimoire, uh, at least the rest of it. I probably missed it, but one of the things that they didn't really explain are the supers. Um, At least that I can't remember. And and probably somebody's listening to this. Prove me wrong. Email us, gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.one. Prove me wrong. Correct me. We accept all death threats. Oh, yeah, yeah, all (laughs) death threats. But, uh, you know, they really didn't go on to how... You know how these supers came about. You know how the ultimates that they got, how the how the Titan Shield came about, and one of the things that I saw, or one of the things that I liked, that they took away all those old powers. Uh, they explained why you no longer have any of your weapons from from Destiny One. You know the tower got destroyed along with your vault, so guess what? You don't have it anymore, and I'm cool with that. I mean we we've accepted that plenty of times in other games. Uh, a, a great one to mention is Metroid. You know, every Metroid that they yes. come along, <laughs> yep. they explain why you lost your powers. Well, you lost your powers because you got hit by this other weird Metroid, or you know, you fell off a cliff and your suit fell off, or I don't know something. You went skinny dipping and lost your suit. You know, exactly. But they explain it out and say, "Hey, you lost all your powers. You have to start over." So it doesn't feel like such a kick in the nuts, and I I I, no. I like that because one of the big things it didn't that, come from a yeah. It didn't come from a sky above. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I like that because I, I like an explanation why. Why we're exactly. losing it. So I'm really hoping, um, you know, my personal feelings on this one, I really hope that they give us more of a story and explain more, more about the specific subclasses versus the people. I mean, in Destiny 1, the Grimoire, you read a lot about the, the old Guardians, uh, a lot about the like the Book of Sorrow goes into whole thing about the Hive and how they're all planned out, and I, I really enjoyed that part of the storyline. But I really want to find out more about the classes, about um, you know the story behind how that power comes about. A, a great example from Destiny One would probably be where you go to become the Night Stalker, and Nathan Fillion is giving you the story of this specific hunter, um, you know, and how he, you know, how he came up, you know, how he did his thing and how he had this ability. And they kind of touched on it and you kind of felt that connection just for a second. You felt that connection of like, oh man, I'm getting no, I this. I'm one of those played guys. Through, well, uh, well, I haven't played through my hunter. Is that when you get the bow? Yes, it's when you get the bow. Excellent part of the story. Well, All right. Did- do uh, I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, obviously it's probably not going to be <clears throat> a feature, but something I'd like to see is, you know, you can improve upon and you got your, uh, your spaceship. <clears throat> I think they could do more with the spaceships. Like, you know, maybe have like a, uh, well, isn't this a battle? Like maybe have some ship battles included or something, you know? 
Well, they uh, when they introduced fast travel, isn't that like in the past? Whenever are you going to orbit or like even see the uh, spaceships? Whenever are you going to see them? Ever? Well, yeah, I've always I've always considered spaceships more of a cosmetic item more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of they're, course, they're but definitely still. cosmetic. But I would but love still. to see space battles. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the old X-Wing, TIE Fighter video games from back on PC. Same here. Uh, <laughs> you know, even, even Wing Commander, which I only played one of. I'm a huge, huge. And, and my most recent purchase is actually Elite Dangerous, and I'm super excited to get into that game. Um, but just... Uh, you know, I, I'd love to see space battles. I'd love to see them do more with ships. But I gotta say, in Destiny One, being as a cosmetic item, that I expected that it was a cosmetic item, yeah. I really felt that they did a lot with it because there was a lot of little things that, if you kept your eyes open, you'd you'd see. Um, like a great, for instance, is when you flew to tower. If you looked out over the you know over the tower edge, you actually saw your ship coming in to dock and if you ran to the docking over by amanda holiday you actually ran in and you saw your ship come in and dock and land it was just kind of those little things that made it really cool okay but what could they if you see from see from their pers- perspective what could they do with that other than like space battles or i mean maybe you know what they could do they could possibly and something they haven't yeah, done is but, possibly but, make a mini game out of the loading screens you know you're flying around kind of a la um what was that what's that game war warframe you know where you can yeah. just like fly yeah, your ship yeah, around exactly oh i mm, I, I just okay. see spaceships and i get a hard-on for space battles <laughs> oh i'm right with you dude i, I would love uh, to see space battles i love that uh game that uh Use the place he sold the Star Trek one. Um, I can't remember what it was. Where it was just the ships and you do battle. Oh man, are you talking about the? Uh, are you talking about the twenty fifth anniversary game? It was back in the day when we were back in school. Um, I can't remember the name of it though. Was it Starfleet Academy? It might have been. I think so. I think so. Starfleet yeah. Academy was uh, was ship battles. It took a heavily from the twenty fifth anniversary and Rite of Judgment. Um, and you were just on the bridge, and you just saw just the screen, and you flew around. Yeah, that was a, those were fun, fun games. But yeah. I'm, I'm a super, I mean, I go back in the day, and I think of games like uh, like Space Quest Three, where you dug th- where you dig through this trash bin, and you find this ship and rebuild it and make it your own and go fly around the universe on this thing. I mean, I'm a, I'm a super I'm a super nerd like that. Like even Spaceballs, where they're flying around in a Winnebago. I mean, that, yeah. that just that just in my mind is so freaking cool, you know. <laughs> Gummy fighters. I even I even got addicted to the uh, to that mini game, the uh, Gummy Ship in the Kingdom Hearts series. Yeah, yeah, I can I can I see so, that. I was so addicted to that. I can totally see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's just been. I mean, I'm I'm a total. I'm a complete nerd when it comes to spaceships and spacecrafts. In fact, I've been I've been working on for quite some time a uh, a whole rule system around space battle and spacecraft battle uh i've 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 touched on a little bit from the star wars rpg and a little bit from the firefly rpg but i've really rewritten them mostly on my own and i'm i'm hoping uh we're actually supposed to be getting a new well we're we're in the talks right now about getting a new podcast going about you know uh about D&D and trading off storylines between people. 
Um, so Ooh, one person takes over good. as the as the dungeon master and tells their story for three weeks, and then the next person takes over and basically continues the story. And I'm hoping in that line, if that takes off, I'd like to get into that space battle one that I'm talking about. Well, your recent uh, GND were pretty much just like what you said. All right, well, I've come to the actual time on Destiny. Is there anything else that you can think of Destiny 2-wise that really piques your fancy, that really grabbed you and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to grab this, or, oh, fuck no, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole? <laughs> um, I... I really have nothing on it other than, you know, I'm I'm going to sure enough play it with you and probably everybody else on the list. Yeah, I haven't I haven't reserved it yet, but I'll probably will end up picking it up. Cool. I will because that's where I've got all my social friends with, so for sure, I will get it. But lastly on it with that pre-order I just think it's funny how much that Cade vinyl figure is selling for on eBay. <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. I went to actually go uh, pre-order and get that, and, like, nobody had it. Like, well, we might get some more. If you want to pre-order now, I can always... I'm like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I'm actually figure staring now. at my little Cade figure right now. He's, uh, <laughs> he's sitting on my yeah. top of little shelf right here. Yep. You he's staring at it. me. And... So is that what I heard? That, is that what that unzipping sound was? Oh, no, no. That was me removing my pants. <laughs> Just like if you've ever raided with me, you know there is no possible way we're completing that raid if my pants are on. I mean, you, you start with pants on to begin with. Yes. So let's switch gears here because uh, I think we've I think we've beaten the, uh, the Destiny horse a little bit much here. I mean, there's so much more information on it. And I know we could probably spend the next hour talking about it, but let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about some new movies. In fact, a new movie that just came out today. I'm super yeah, excited. Yeah, you about lucky it. bastard. I am super excited about it because I am such an aliens nerd. I mean, just <laughs> off the chart, aliens nerd. Uh, Same here. In fact, if you've listened to the most recent GNA RPG, you'll know how much of an aliens nerd I am. But uh, Alien Covenant. Here. But then again, I'm also a horror movie uh, fan, just a complete horror movie fan. Well, has anybody had a chance to watch it other than me? No, no, I won't be able to watch it until Monday. Oh. Sorry, sorry, you're the only one. Seems well. Like. Here's here's a big question I have for you. Um, have have you all seen Prometheus? Yes, yes. I loved, Did, loved it. Prometheus. I'm I think Prometheus so... got such a bad rap. Yes, for no reason at all. I am yes. so fucking glad that you said that because this is a direct sequel to Prometheus. Awesome. All the questions that you had at the end of Prometheus get answered with yeah. this movie. I watched I, uh, this and I was so fucking nerded out. I was one of probably <laughs> ten people though, like waiting was, there to uh, get it. I was fortunate enough to see the um the graphic rendition of what is to come. Okay. Um I I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I I know about like some of the after stuff from uh, Prometheus. Well, if you get a chance, there is a whole ton of little trailers that are out there. Um, they're little short films, and they come actually before Prometheus. 
or, or before uh, sorry Alien Covenant starts. So it's really cool to watch, and I'm really glad that I caught them because I st- I started to not watch them because I was all. I was all amped yep. up like, holy shit, this is going to give away too much of the story. I don't want to fucking watch these trailers. And then I realized, you know what? I'm that curious. I got to watch them. They're great. They're little things that give you a little bit of backstory. And they're really fantastic. If, you, if Watch them before you watch the movie, really. Yeah, I liked uh, that 3D uh, fetal alien uh, backburster that I posted up on the on the site. Yeah, and and there's those little <laughs> ones where it shows the people, the crew, like they're sitting around this table talking, um, and I think the uh, the gentleman, God, what the hell's his name, Walter, he actually does the Heimlich maneuver on one of them because yeah. of one of the, just those are the little things, and I almost didn't watch them. I'm super glad I did watch them, but really, this movie, like Alien lore, I don't know if you've did you guys read any of the books, the Alien books or the AVP I read some, books? I read oh, some yeah, of the books, not. but mostly the comics. Would Would you say Popsicle? Did you read any of them? No, I. No, sorry, but no, I've heard, or, I've, uh, I've listened to. They're okay. If you get a chance, the Alien books are really, really cool, but they always leave the one question of how the fuck do these aliens come about? How the hell yes. did these things all of a sudden get there? This movie, exactly. I am happy to say, explains it. What, and it is what, so excellent. fucked up on how it explains it. It is excellent. so fucked up. What does you're, that you're, you're say? You're giving me a semi right now, man. Seriously. Oh, I, I can't, I can't give it away only because if I did, <laughs> I would be the guy that I hate is always that guy. So I'm not going to give it away. But this movie explains the question of just the same thing that came about in Prometheus. In fact, if you watch till after the credits and you saw that little like thing pop up and you're like, holy shit, that's the start of it. No, that's not the fucking start of it. This movie (laughs) explains it and it's so good because yeah, it's, it's, Oh, it's awesome. I'm an alien nerd. So there's a lot of people who are going to be like, Oh man, alien covenant sucked. I can't believe you like yeah. that movie. Yeah, you know what? Fuck you, because I'm an exactly. alien. I've, I've read, I've read probably all the fucking books. Genocide was probably my favorite book in the Alien series. If you haven't read it, go out and grab it. Berserker, fucking great, great fucking book. Um, uh, just, just you got to go see it. But it really expands on the alien lore, and that's what I like about it. And it, it kind of, it almost kicks back it's the best way i can think of describe the movie is a whole lot of prometheus with a bunch of alien the original alien thrown in with just enough of the movie aliens to make it fun that's the best way i can describe the movie that's my take on it because i don't have a much recall from the older movies i just saw prometheus and i wanted to see this new movie so bad so i'm probably going to go watch it and see just from your point of view if, if you like yeah if you liked prometheus the that i love like about these i loved it it was freaking amazing and this movie i've seen the older movies and they were awesome so just the Prometheus movie was freaking amazing, so why wouldn't this? 
Well, okay. So here, I got to ask this question. When you guys watched Prometheus and you saw that first derelict ship that you saw in the movie Aliens, but you saw that first derelict ship, did you guys get the tinglys from that? Or were yeah, you like, yeah, oh, I got hey, the LV-426. Yeah, the yeah, thing that popped in my head was LV-426. You're going to get those tinglys in this new Alien movie. <laughs> You're going to get those oh, tinglys. Oh, shit. Yeah, well... It's uh, if you haven't seen it, I can't say it enough. Go check it out. Um, don't believe any of the reviews you see online. The the music will, in it is fantastic. I, I would never. I would never. Actually, I, I think I, I, I don't like to get to see it till it goes to uh, you know, Blu-ray and everything else. Cause yeah, yeah, I don't. I like, have, like those, no time like, with the kids and everything else. But I just, just I'm remember, probably gonna rewatch Prometheus, and I'm probably gonna go get that. Just remember, D. There's a, there's a good friend of mine. His name is Cody. He can help you out. Um, yeah, I, I don't listen to those reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, because I think that's all bullshit anyways. Well, I, I got to As I said, I'm, I'm a huge Aliens nerd. I'm a Predator nerd. I'm, and when they did the AVP yeah. books, I was super excited when they did those. Yep. the movies. Yeah, mm, I could take it. The or movies leave it. made me sad. The movies made me sad. Well, the second movie kind of, you know, yeah, the second movie was meh. The, the first movie I dug. I, I could. I could get into that. It was enough. If it was, an, it was enough. Like the first book that I was like, okay, I can down that. Um, I, I didn't really like the first one either that much, but no, I can understand that. I can understand that. It's, it's a tough one. If I remember book, staying up a, a good many a late night with you playing the AVP games. Oh yeah. Oh, you talking about the one yeah. for PC? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, that brings me actually into my next question: is what is your favorite aliens game um do we skip the aliens movie one the best aliens movie or no no that's coming that's coming later that was oh, that, oh that i was best. just spacing out so best uh, alien aliens game, game. Uh, it now, would be their gold pack from the top of my head i can think of alien 3 that came out for the super nintendo and i think genesis how and many eight... movies were there oh jeez there was there was Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, AVP, AVP 2, Prometheus. Holy And then crap. the new one. So eight total movies involving aliens in some fashion. Technically, I think you could involve Predator 2 in that simply because yeah, they had yeah, because, a dead uh, alien skull right. in that end Predator ship. <laughs> I haven't played this one. Didn't the um, Predator movie, though... Um, didn't he have like uh, bits of alien hanging off of him? I don't think he had bits of alien hanging off of him. I think he, the only, only reference I can remember out of the Predator movies was Predator 2. Danny Glover went down into the Predator ship. Right, right. And there were the skulls. And there was the alien, I think it was, was it a queen skull? I don't know if, no, you know what? I don't think it was a queen skull. I think it was just an alien skull there. Yeah, I think like a, a warrior skull? skull or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Drone or whatever. But anywho, as we digress, what best alien game or alien themed game that you can think of? Really, I'd have to say the PC one that I sat with you when you played. Yeah, yeah that's that's memories. one of my favorites, Alien vs Predator Gold. Man, one of my favorite alien games. What about you, Popsicle? What what one can you remember? Oh, it was... I don't even think that I played an alien game. 
Oh man, you're missing out. So, there were some great yeah, ones. Yeah, I know. If, I need uh, to. I was gonna say if you can get a, uh, I don't know if it's considered abandoned wear yet. It might be, but there is the AVP game. It was a kind of Final Fight Double Dragon style game that was in the arcades, and you can find it for uh, Mame Encoder. Yeah, if I you know. can, if you can play that, that was a fun, fun game back in the day. Yeah, I know. But uh, the the game that that Cyberblood and D are specifically talking about is a game called Alien vs Predator. I think it was done by Rebellion, Rebellion Games. It was not the the, the most recent AVP that came out because they they came out with an uh, I think they came out with an Alien vs Predator game recently by Rebellion, and it wasn't nearly as good. the f- The physics just it it felt it felt like you were were walking through mud. But the original AVP. <laughs> That came out. It was uh, you could you could play as the predator, you could play as the alien, or you could play as the colonial marine. Oh, and, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. It came out in I think the nineties. I think ninety nine. Uh, somewhere around there. I want to yeah, say remember. 99. Yeah, um, I remember. Going yeah, nineteen ninety nine. It was developed ah. by Rebellion. Nineteen ninety nine. I didn't yep. even look that shit up, and I still remembered. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> that that game. I looked it up. <laughs> each I different so. class. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I remember that. But each different <laughs> class in that game had such, uh, they had different advantages. Like, the Predator was big, hulking, they were like a tank. They had some great weapons, but you had to be dead-on balls accurate with them. I mean, if you didn't, you know, if you if you weren't, if you didn't nail that, that spear gun shot, you know, you sucked. The <laughs> <Yeah>. aliens were <laughs> super fucking fast super fucking deadly i mean but they were super weak like you could literally you could spit at those fucking things and they would die um but they could run up and fucking they could run up walls and shit it was incredible yep and then you've got yeah, the colonial another marines thing with it that was great was that they each had their own little stories in between yeah yeah it, it was very Wait, it was between it was difficult the, uh, okay well, like the the first player story of it, you played as the Colonial Marine to start yeah. off with that I remember. And you're following, and you know, honestly, when I first played the game, I didn't quite cotton on to what the hell was going on until I went around a second time. And then I realized, oh shit, I'm following this predator that's wounded. And I'm like, oh no shit, that's how this thing's working out. Okay, I'm yeah. following it now. But, uh, but the Colonial Marines, they were like the utility, the utility guys. I mean, they had all these different weapons, especially that fucking smart gun. You get a smart gun in a PvP match, you could you could play that so well. You back into a yep. corner and you just wait for something to start moving, and that smart gun tears it apart. <laughs> I'd like to also for the Predator when you're doing PvP or even the story game. Yeah, the freaking. Uh, um, hype, hyper nets or whatever they were called. I'm trying to remember that. Hyper nets. I remember the spear uh, gun. I remember the disc. Right. Um, it's actually funny. I'm going through my head and pressing each key in my head. Uh, one was the, I think one was the wrist blades. Two yep. was the spear gun. Three was the plasma caster. Um, I want to say five was the disc. I don't remember what four was. Maybe four was a net. I honestly don't remember now. Now that I'm thinking, <laughs> shit, that's gonna bug me. Now I gotta look up the controls for it. Just go for it. But yeah, the the I I I honestly agree with you guys that that AVP game that came out back in '99 by Rebellion that was probably my favorite 
aliens themed game. Oh my ever. god, that's one game I spent way too much time enjoying. Shit, now I want to download that and play it. I mean, I know the graphics are not going to hold up, but now I want to download and play that. Mm. Damn it. See, they, they came out with AVP 2, uh, and I think they used the Half-Life engine for it, and it just never held. I mean, it had more of a story, and it had it had a, a, an easier story to follow, but it just didn't feel... Like, you, as the alien, it really felt clunky, and you felt slow. You just felt like this eight-foot-tall target, and it sucked. Yeah. yeah. They had... Oh, exactly. Well, now on to the next question, of course, is best alien movie. They've had, I think we've already figured out there's been eight of them. It's a toss-up for me. I I love the atmosphere and the kind of psychological scare of the first one, but the second one was really action-packed. You really actually get to see the aliens in the second one as opposed to basically you just kind of had that that environment of fear on the first one, the good psychological scaring. All right, I can Um, respect that. I like like two. And uh, Prometheus. Those two are tied for me. Okay. Why uh, Why would you say they're tied? Um, well, I, I love the story behind going to LV-426. You and, mean going there like, again? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. I can and, respect that. And, uh, you know, all the, all the shit that they fall into just because of the orders of the Wayland Corporation. <laughs> okay. Like, hey, you know, we really want one of these things. We're not going to tell you what we're actually doing, but we still want you to take one. <laughs> we're not going to even tell you how dangerous they are. We still want you to take one by any means. All right. All right. What about you, Popsicle? What? What? Yeah, uh, out of all of them, what do you say was the best? I'm all with Cyberworld uh, Blood all the way because I can't differentiate between those two because I really loved Prometheus that was such a good movie but no I can't I can't no okay I can I can respect that I can definitely respect that I to answer that question myself it is so tough because as I said I'm an alien geek I am an alien nerd like if if I was gonna die in some weird fashion, it would be because one of those fuckers popped out of my chest and I just ended humanity. That would be like that would be my weird thing. That's how much of an alien nerd I am. Yeah, if uh, Cecil ever needed a CPAP, he'd get the one that looks like an, a face hugger. Exactly. Like people would walk in, they'd wake up, they'd like come in to wake me up, and they'd see this fucking thing on my chest, and they would immediately open fire. They'd be like, "No, fuck that." <laughs> they just they just Travis. Travis would come over and be like, uh, fuck this shit, I'm going to end it quick. Yeah, he'd jump out of the car, <laughs> smoke a road sign, and that shit quick. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, I'm actually a weird person. I really, really, really enjoyed Alien Resurrection. I would have to put that at my top of my list. All right. Um, and only because I really, really enjoyed how they took the character of Ripley Um and darkened it? Well, not darkened it, but they they expanded on it. They made they they took that power that Ripley had. They took that that right. core. You know, in in Alien, it was all the renditions of her uh, of her clones. Well, yeah, yeah. In Alien One, it was 
it was her being a strong female role. And right. ironically, when they wrote that, I believe they wrote that for a male character. And they ended up getting Sigourney Weaver to, to do it. So it was written as a male character, which I think Sigourney Weaver did a fantastic job on that. And then we yeah, went into Aliens 2, or, or sorry, Aliens. They had this whole mother aspect of it, which really which really brought yep. you know that whole thing really home of her being a strong female character. And it brought that motherly kind of right. feel when to it. When she finds a uh, new... Yeah, yeah, but even even a mother. But if if you take a look at the aliens movie in itself, it's really just one mother protecting their brood. You know, so yeah, Ripley became a surrogate mother to Newt, and then the alien queen was a mother to all the aliens, and they were really just trying to protect their own. You know, and that's that's really kind of the message out of that movie that I get. But then you get to Aliens 3, and Aliens 3 was okay. It really just tried to relive Aliens 1, and I enjoyed it, but you know, I definitely put that on the lower tiers. But Alien Resurrection, I really feel like they took Sigourney Weaver's character, and they took that strength, and they took that motherly characteristic from her, but they amped it up to like to 11, and they really brought all of that out. Um, and that's not, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that because Joss Whedon had a hand in Aliens Resurrection. I'm a big Joss Whedon fan, I know. And somebody's going to yell at me for saying his name wrong. Whatever, fuck you. Joss Whedon. Yeah, Joss Whedon, whatever. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> but uh, Alien Resurrection, I would say, would be my top with Prometheus being that next layer. And the only reason I say Prometheus is that next layer is because I am a huge, huge, huge nerd on when it comes to that background story and that kind of archaeological yep. feel to it oh yeah that was great i absolutely what, loved it especially when you get into the creator story exactly and you get that that archaeological dig that archaeological find to it where they're off on this planet and they're like what the fuck's going on and they're they're peeling back the layers of the onion and they're finding all of this cool stuff and that just really that really hits it for me. That's that's you know that's why Prometheus is a a very very close second. But uh, I mean yeah, there there are some great movies out there. I was gonna binge watch all of the movies before I went and saw Alien. Yeah, Covenant. I'm actually gonna pop out my uh, collection and watch it after the cast. If well, I don't jump into some D three, I was gonna say if you do watch that, let me know because I'll pop it in over here. We'll throw up a Skype call or something, and we'll just bullshit while we're watching. <laughs> yeah, I, I could pop it in while we're playing. <laughs> back to um, giggity giggity. Back to one of the things of aliens that I really feel. I mean, I guess we got to touch on because, as I you know, as I said, the new alien movie has got a touch of alien and a touch of aliens, but a whole lot of Prometheus in with there. Is the jump that they did from from alien to aliens? I mean, alien was a straight up horror flick i mean it was a suspenseful yeah. really get you on the edge of your seat horror flick and then they jumped to aliens which really i mean it went it, it was a it was a fucking action flick i mean it had yeah, the horror it elements, was it was but definitely it was action, action horror it was action horror yeah and, and it was amazing how they could take that story and jump ship like that so quickly and i honestly can't think of any movie honestly off the top of my head that's done anything like that since <laughs> I just thought it, I, I love part in the movie where like they they see her capsule in space 
pull it in. She wakes up in the in the recovery uh, part of the hospital and is like, ah, I'm back on Earth. Yay. And then the, the guy comes in, uh, Paul Dresher's character, or whatever his name is, and uh, says, hey, we need you to go back. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? Well, I mean, there was some time that had passed before they said they need you to go back, because I think she was actually on Earth for a little while. And she learned how to use like yeah. a power loader, and she was uh, she was working on the docks and shit like that. So there was some time where she was on Earth, but yep. yeah, could you imagine? I mean, just just put into a realistic scope for a second. Could you imagine? You just got done messing with some shit that's going to give you traumatic stress for the rest of your fucking life, and all right. of a sudden you got people coming back saying, "Hey, you know a lot about this situation. We want you to go back." I mean. Right. Q let alone, the face. <laughs> let alone all the like time and like uh, um, deep sleep, like how that messes with you. Your lost concept of time, waking up, and like, oh, okay, I'm not where I was once before. Yeah. Ah, uh, just hope I don't have to go back to that shit again. And all yeah. of a sudden, ah, I mean, fuck. if you think about it, from alien to <laughs> aliens. I mean, uh, Sigourney Weaver was what, what she was asleep for like thirty some years or fifty some years or some shit like that. She was she was asleep long enough that her child, her daughter that was growing up, had actually grown up, grown old, and died. I mean, that's that's a long fucking time to be asleep. That's gonna mess with you. Yeah. Too. I mean, that, that alone is gonna fuck with your psyche. That's one hell of an Austin Powers piss, also. Yeah, yeah. Well. Now we got to kick into the next segment of questions from the cast. Questions from the audience. I want to say questions from the cast. Well, one of them is from the cast. But uh, one of the questions that actually Popsicle Thief, you actually asked yourself, which is, what is the... Uh, hold on, me. I'm fucking drunk. I can't even read this shit. Well, Man, those, we're those, doing those that IPAs part. have hit me. <laughs> what is it that you crave the most as a gamer? Whenever you start your system, what is what is it that you're searching for the most? A good story to immerse in, um, social interaction, fast-paced PvP, or something else? So, D, what do you, how do you answer that question? What for is me, it that you it's, crave? It's all in the gameplay, just fun gameplay, whether it be platforming. Uh, of course, if I play an RPG, it becomes a story, but really, gameplay. All right, gameplay. Cyberblood, what do you say? I got to say, I got to be able to immerse myself into the game. If I can't feel the game in myself, it's not a good game. (laughs) Hey, I did that already, and you still haven't paid me. (laughs) First you cut my balls, then you tell me we can't have nice things. And that's how you get ants. What about you, Popsicle Thief? Answer your own question. What is it that you crave when you fire up your console or PC? Well, I... I absolutely love just from a uh, destiny perspective. I love the community. I love the social interaction. That's mostly what I'm looking for. Mostly. I like the PvP experience and I love the uh, all the other stuff but it's mostly the social experience. It's awesome. Every every game around. I can definitely respect that. And uh, my answer to that question is, what day is it really? Uh, I 
I have really turned to video games as of late for the social environment. Um, so when I fire up a game, I honestly am looking for it just to be fun. I mean, I, I really use it as a crutch to you know reach out to people, talk to people, hang out with people. But I really just want it to be fun. Um, and I've played a lot of games. Whew, I have more games that I could list off right now. But uh, as long as it's fun... I don't care what the hell it is. It could be it could be picking up a fake instrument and playing it to the tune of you know the Grateful Dead, or it could be an interactive story where I'm being chased by some mythical monster that is a cannibal. Um, to you know, to I'm flying off the tops of uh, buildings in Gotham City and kicking the shit out of people. As long as it's fun, <laughs> yes. that's what I'm looking for. That's what I really love. That's when I fire up a console. That's what, uh, that's what, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for it to be fun, just a downright fun. And if it isn't, then, yeah, that's, that's why I'm turning it off and moving on to something else. And I'll probably continue playing games as long as they're still fun. See, that's, that's one thing with me on games, like the social part. Anytime I've ever uh, gotten a social game that you were playing or D was playing as well after it's made its run, I'm just glad Destiny came around that, you know, it entices you enough to where you're still playing it when I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's fun. I mean, the social... See, the thing is, there's so many things that go into making a game fun. Sometimes it's the gameplay. Sometimes it's uh, story. the concept of it. Sometimes it's a story. Sometimes it's that there's a bunch of other people that are playing it with you, and you can just bullshit while you're playing it. That's what makes it fun. There's so many things that make it fun. I can't pinpoint one of them. You may pinpoint Division. It's been broken from the get-go, but mm -hmm. people still play it. Why? Why do people still play it? Because why? Because there's, there's parts of it that are fun. The social yeah. interaction of it. Um, you know that grind to get the better gear. Uh, I mean, the only, the only, the single reason why I don't play the division now is because Destiny was such a rocky start to begin with, and it felt like one of those Stockholm syndrome situations where you're sticking with it just because it's beaten you so much, but you love them still. You know, that's what the division was when the division came out. I was like, man, this game. I was hyping that game. You have no idea how much I was hyping that game. And when it was released, I saw the writing on the wall so quickly that <laughs> it was another start of like Destiny. And I just said to myself, I can't do that So it's again. not like... Uh, I can't put myself through it. So it's not like riding in a wagon and getting uh, getting dysentery, huh? No, no, <laughs> no. I would, uh, I, I would say playing Oregon Trail would, uh, <laughs> would easily top that. But yeah, I mean, the yeah. division is a great game, and I don't, I don't diss anybody who's playing it. In fact, for those people who jumped on that bandwagon and stayed with it, I give you as much props as all the people who jumped on the Destiny bandwagon and stayed with it, because it was yeah, such I... a rocky start. It was so painful, and it hurts so much to get through all that. But now, if you look at the I... game today, it is so much different than when it started off. And it's amazing in comparison. Yeah, I tried the uh, the demo for Division, and I I couldn't get into it. 
Yeah, and it's not for everybody, and that's totally cool. And I know that there's a lot of people who play The Division, and I don't knock you for, for loving it. I definitely don't. I just couldn't, I couldn't stay with it. I couldn't stick with it like I did with Destiny because I was so balls deep into Destiny by the time I realized how painful it was. I was like, fuck it. I'm already up to my nipples in this. I might as well just keep going. <laughs> yeah, well, just go with it. Yeah. So the next question we have is actually from you, Zyberblood. Does yep, asking a question give you hemorrhoids? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because I got to sit in front of this chair for so long. And uh, and sitting down long enough makes me compacted. And I got to blow one out every now and then. So, yeah, I'm going to say yes. Yes, it does. Asking a question does give you hemorrhoids. <laughs> Usually it does. <laughs> well, I think that brings us to the uh, to the close of the show. So, I want to give a huge shout out to ha- to Tahoe Anime. Um, he's the rad artist that creates our logos. In fact, he's created yep, a bunch I've more actually, for us. I've actually reached out to him. He's going to be creating some for me, dude. That is fucking awesome. Make sure you throw him some bones. And if I you're looking for Tahoe Anime, uh, you can find him on Twitch and Twitter. He's an amazing artist. Track him down. Beat him into submission. Get him to do some work for you. Just make sure you pay him very handsomely. I he does will. A great job. I will fondle some balls. <laughs> Is he still alive? <laughs> yes. So, popsicle awesome. thief. Tell people where they can find you at. Me, popsicle thief. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch. Um, you can find me on all the things at popsicle thief. That's it. That's me. That's an easy way to find it. Yeah, just search Poppins. You can find it. where can people find you at? Well, uh, I pretty much hang out on Twitter, uh, Twitch, Steam, PSN, uh, Xbone, at Zyberblood. That's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D. Very nice. D. Plug your show, man. Where can people find you? They can find me in almost everything at Microbrew Gamers uh, with a Z at the end instead of an S. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Twitch, Twitter, uh, VidMe, and I just started an Instagram. So uh, you can find me on that, Twitter, just about everything. Oh, shit. I got to start Instagram one of these days. I got to start Snapchat, too. Well, my name is Cecil Xavier. I'm the host of the show. You can find me at Cecil vs. Games on Twitter. You can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Cecil Xavier sound spelled exactly how it sounds um, we hope you've enjoyed the show don't forget to rate review and subscribe on iTunes review us on iTunes to help people find the show the more people review the more people rate the more people know about us hey we love the we love publicity and we love the help uh, you can also find us on Android with Google Play Music or Podcast Addict you can follow us on Twitter at GNA Podcast or join our Discord chat. See the pinned tweet. Uh, there's also on Facebook. We're uh, If you search for GNA Podcast, you'll find us. Follow us there as well. We're starting to play and host guests on our Twitch feed, www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA Twitchcast. We are a proud member of Ninja Pancake Community. Find us there at ninjapancake.com forward slash GNA. Check them out. There's a whole lot of great Ninja Pancake podcasts out there. 
Uh, one more thing. Uh, email I don't us know if you meant at the GNA podcast at GNA and your DNA dot one with questions, comments, death threats. We would love to hear from you. Don't be shy. Write in. You want to be on the show? PM me. We'll totally get you on here. That's how Popsicle Thief got here. You want to be on here? He's here. I'm here. Cheers. Little teasing. Well, oh, thank you guys for joining us tonight. And uh, have a great evening, everyone. Absolutely, brother. Cheers, mate. Good games, good beer. We're out of here. <laughs>